You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 126. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hello, Yummy Mummies. Welcome to the pod. So, if you have not gotten your application in for the Yummy Mummy Experience, what is happening? Doors are open until April 14th at midnight Pacific time. So go to lauraconley.com and click work with me if you have not gotten your application in yet. And if you haven't, you're kind of on the fence. Well, guess what? This conversation is going to blow your mind. I have four Yummy Mummy experiencers here to share their, you guessed it, experience with y'all. So whether you've been a yummy mummy, like actually in the program or you're new to me or whatever, you're going to get something out of this conversation, right? So I just want you to enjoy our conversation and go apply. If you have questions, just slide into my DMs or you can always email laura at lauraconley.com or team at lauraconley.com if you have questions about joining. Okay, so let's dive in, you guys. I have four beautiful faces with me. I'm just going to go round robin and have you guys introduce yourself. Tell us how you would describe the yummy mummy experience in one word and like the craziest crash diet you've ever done. Let's go Kristen C first. You kick us off girl. Well, thanks for having me. This is my first podcast and I am so glad to be here to support it. If I had to describe the yummy mummy experience in one word, what I can't get out of my head is free. I feel like that was something where you talked about it before I signed up. And I was like, what does that really feel like? Like, what does free feel like? And that to me is where my head goes when I think about it. It created a lot of freedom and space in my life that I wasn't expecting. How does that feel now that you have that like in your body? So what I think about a lot is when I wake up in the morning, I used to wake up feeling really heavy, like thinking about what I should have ate the day before, what I should have done differently with a workout, what I was going to do today, what I was going to change about today, how I was going to starve myself. Like I would think about all these things in my, that would be my whole morning. I would just be obsessing over how I was going to be different that day and how I made mistakes the day before and how I wasn't going to do it today. And then I would do it all over again. And there's a lot of freedom in letting all those thoughts go and have feeling control. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the, the like lightness comes from. Yes, totally. I love it. Okay. Tell us the craziest thing you ever tried. Oh my gosh. I'm hoping my mom isn't going to listen to this. Like hopefully no one tells her because of the craziest freaking thing I did was in college, instead of eating, I would smoke cigarettes. So I, (laughs) right. Don't listen, mom. No, I literally would. I was taking diet pills and I was, when I would get hungry, I would, I was like, you know what? I'll just like smoke cigarettes. I'll be fine. That seems like a normal thing to do. So, so ridiculous. I have lots of crazy things, but this is true confessions, what I did. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't think that you're alone in that. I think we all, I think I did like a lifesaver diet in college. I was like, I know I'm just going to eat like one lifesaver every time I'm hungry. That'll be the solution. It's like, oh my God, it's embarrassing, but we all did it. I mean, so many of us did it. I'd rather get lung cancer and be skinny. I mean, that was literally like how bad my thoughts were around weight. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I think we've all had that thought and that's what we're really here to dismantle like one generation at a time. Like that is my dream. Like I just want my daughter to just not have that thought in the first place. Totally. don't want to have to overcome that. And it, you know, realistically, like I hope it is for my daughter. It might be our granddaughters, but like still it's worth it. So Kristen K, you guys, it's like the bachelorette. It's like, we got Kristen K up next. Tell, introduce yourself and tell us one word and crash diet. Hi, I'm from Tampa. I have two little boys, ages four and seven. And the one word I would use to describe the yummy mummy experience was like mind blowing. 
there were so many tools and takeaways that that seemed like so simple, but were so resonant with me that it really made me think about my relationship with food in a whole new way, my relationship with people in a whole new way, my relationship with myself. It was definitely mind blowing. Oh, I love that. What's the craziest thing you ever tried? So about like two months before my wedding, I ordered my wedding dress in a size too small. Never do that if you're engaged in getting married. Um, So for two months... Oh my gosh. I know you probably did the, I did the same thing. I'm like, I know I'll just order my wedding dress in a size smaller and that will force me to like lose weight. I ate nothing but turkey or ham cold cuts for lunch. Like a little like Oscar Myers pack. Oh God. I know. I can't imagine the sodium, but now like I look at that and I want to vomit. So yep, really gross. (laughs) So glad you're here. Okay, Melissa, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, my name's Melissa. I'm from Ohio. So representing the Buckeye State, I guess. (laughs) I have two daughters and I have nine grandchildren. So felt like I was representing the um, grandmothers that weren't in our group. So I feel like I was the oldest one. Wait, so I was going to bring that up later, but will you yeah. will you share a little bit about being being the like grandmother of the group? I mean, I like yeah. your perspective and you being in the group was like so special to our group and I want you to share a little bit about that and a little bit about like you signing up thinking, "Oh, I I wonder if I'm going to be the oldest one. I wonder if this is going to be for me." Yeah. I thought maybe it wasn't for me because I know that you talk about the young moms and a lot of women were young and had young children. And so I thought, well, maybe I couldn't relate or maybe they couldn't relate to me because I knew that we all help each other and associate. And I thought, well, it would be like being in a friend group with my daughters, which was great. And I didn't feel at all like I didn't fit in. We're all women. We're all on a life journey. We're at different points, but that's okay. So I did have a lot of, I don't know, anxiety about that at the beginning, thinking, oh, I might not fit in. And that was completely gone, like the first time. So that was okay. And even though our lifestyles were different, it's okay. We're we're all on a different path. So it it was fine. And I kind of liked being the oldest one. And and I was probably the heaviest one too. So, but it's okay. It still worked out. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's so important to share because I I think that's, so many of our questions in the back of our head, like, is this for me? Is it right for me? Am I going to be like the weird one? And the reality is, is that, yeah, we're all on different paths, but we're also all on the same path. Like, right. It's like, we're all so similar in this struggle and we're all so different. And it's like being able to find that common ground is like so disarming. I, I've, I think, and it doesn't matter if you're like 25 or 75, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. Like you do, we do create a community where you feel like you really belong. So well, I and I felt like because we all were sharing, I thought, well, maybe what works for them isn't going to work for me because I'm old, was older. And so I thought, well, then it's maybe not right for me. And yet it was because it did work. So everyone's different. So it's okay. Yeah, I love that. I was going to also say freeing, but I'm going to say relief. Mm. And the reason is I felt so much relief when I decided to join. And I said, okay, I'm just going to trust the process Mm. and trust that it's going to work. And in that, if I make a mistake, I knew that there was a plan. I knew that we could look back with love and not hate ourselves And so we learned about that, which I really liked. And I felt every morning, I felt like this is a new day and I'm just going to take it slow. And that was my other takeaway was that you constantly talked about, let it be slow because this weight didn't come on quickly. It, it came on slowly. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and go, what happened to me? Why am I at this point in my life? So I love that. So every day I just felt relief. And I kept thinking, how am I going to make it through the holidays? Because it was Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that. And I thought, oh, this is the worst time. 
And, but then I thought, no, jump right in. I'm going to do it and get through the holidays. And this was the first January. I was at the end of the experience that I didn't set my goal of losing weight because the only goal was just stay the course. That's how I felt. I'm on this great life plan now. I'm just living by life and I'm happy. And that is not one of my goals is do a 30 day crash course or seven days to do whatever. I mean, there's so much of that crazy stuff and, and my life didn't include that anymore. Okay. So, Oh my God. It's such a, it's such a big exhale. mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. So what was the craziest thing you ever tried? Well, I've tried a lot of them because, you know, I've been around a long time, but I did try that cabbage soup diet. And, and, you know, you're supposed to have it three times, you know, that's all you eat or something. I can't remember, but I just remember thinking after, and I love cabbage. And I think on the second day I said, I'm going to die if I have to eat this anymore. So, yeah, I didn't like that. Okay. So we're like banning turkey slices and cabbage now. (laughs) Okay. Leah. Hi. Hi. I'm Leah and I'm from Texas and I'm a stay at home, kind of stay at home mom of four boys. So um, yeah, hello. You're also a weight loss coach. We got to give, give, give her a little yeah. plug. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Which has been awesome. I love it. But my one word that I chose, I'm glad it was different. Well, actually I chose two words, so I'm sorry. But the first one I, I just, that came to my mind was fun. And I was like, well, that's kind of simple. So let's pick another one. So I picked grounding. Mm, I love and both of them. I mean, when you said fun, I'm like, oh, come on. That's like (laughs) my middle name. Yeah. Grounding because I feel like the tools that you learn, like to manage your emotions in your mind can kind of come with you anywhere. And they really help you to have the confidence that Mm -hmm. you can really accomplish any goal that you're interested in accomplishing, not just weight loss. So it's easy to get in your head and emotional about the experience and this the tools that you gave us kind of keep me level yeah because i think that's so much of like diet dieting and diet culture is like being in your head and spinning out and spiraling and overthinking and planning and counting and quitting this and starting that and it's like no it's just one step at a time Mm -hmm. it's like you know exactly what to do at all times yes Um, yeah i totally agree um okay Go ahead. The cra- well, the yeah, craziest I thing know. I think I did, I think I did a lot of things, but my, I never lasted more than two days, but I think the, the craziest thing was probably, I had a, a series of months where I probably did like four juice cleanses, <laughs> like four week long juice cleanses. I don't know how I did it. Cause I don't think I could do it anymore, but now, you know, there's another way. <laughs> yes, exactly. So Monday through Friday juices only probably like three or four times. So that was probably the worst thing I did. Oh my God. And that's like so expensive. I did the same thing too. I would like do all these juice cleanses and then I'd be like, oh my God, I'm spending like $400 on these juices that I'm like kind of not even really drinking because I'm getting yeah. halfway through. Yeah. About Wednesday, you're like, screw this. So, and then they expire in your fridge. So. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. Totally. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to put them in the freezer before they expire. And then they sit in the freezer for six months and then I throw them out. Yeah. And then my husband gets mad at me because I just, <laughs> he watched me waste it all. So good. <laughs> oh, so freeing. Okay, you guys. So let's dive in. I want to hear a little bit about what your life was like before you did the yummy and you guys kind of like already touched on this a little bit but let's like dive in what was your life like before you experienced yummy mommy experience and what is your life like now how do you feel now how do you show up in the world now like what are the stark differences for you i love kind of painting that picture of like the before and after. And I don't mean like progress pics, right? Of like our bod, but it's like, I visualize it as like a list of like before and then a list of like after. And I think it's like fun for us, just for those, like those of you that are listening that have done the experience, like do this for yourself, like watch and look and list it out and like acknowledge yourself, notice how far you've come, right? And I almost hesitate to say like after because 
I think now is more descriptive because this is like a this is like a lifelong practice, right? Like we're not done and we're never done and nor should we be. And that's part of the problem with diet culture is that there's always an end date. And what I teach is that there's not an end date. Like for some of you, you're like, oh, and then for some of you, you're like, yeah, oh, that makes sense. That's a relief. And it eventually will feel like a relief when you are bought in to the idea that like this is forever, but this isn't a compromise. You're not giving up something. This ends up being a win-win in the end. Um, I can go. Kristen C. Kristen C. So I think before I remember thinking I had control over everything and could give everything and could be like a badass for all the people in my life, except for I couldn't show up for myself. I couldn't do it for myself. And it's still a practice. Like I'm still learning, but I really feel like you have shown me how to show up for myself and to make myself a priority that to do it for myself. And that's one of the things I tell myself every day, you're doing this for yourself and you're doing, you're making choices that serve you for yourself. And I think that is the biggest change that I don't feel like I was failing. I don't feel like I'm failing myself anymore. That before me was so weighed down by all of that. Yeah. The emotional weight is just, is so much heavier than even the physical weight. Sometimes I feel like. Yeah. And then it's just like, the things that I used to think were a big deal just aren't anymore. Like, mm. I feel like I have a lot more clarity about like how I show up for my friends and family and how I respond emotionally to things. The person before would get frustrated and was like just angry inside and didn't realize that it was because I was just mad at myself because I wasn't serving, doing things to serve myself. So I would say that's the biggest change from before and after me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you just so clearly illustrated like why it's so important to put yourself first because you can't actually help those people in your life when you're pouring from like an angry cup <laughs> or yeah. whatever you want to call it, right? It's like you're not really showing up the way that is your best self when you're not putting yourself first. And so that's why I'm always like, being quote unquote selfish, which I wouldn't call that selfish really, but like being selfish, if that's what you want to call it, is the first act of like selflessness. Like it's really, in my opinion, hard to be selfless if you're not selfish or if your cup isn't full or if you don't take care of yourself. It's really, really, really hard. It's like the oxygen mask analogy. I love that. That is so, so cool. Good job. You totally, you did that. I love that. Okay. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I'm so happy for you. Okay, Leah. Okay. I was thinking about how you said diet culture always have, has an end date. And one of the mm. things that was interesting for me before is that I always went into everything thinking this, like, this is it. I'm going to stay this way forever. This is going to like, I'm like, I never thought I was going to fall off the rails. Does that make sense? Oh, so yes. I would enter these diets and be like, I'm just going to be this way forever or whatever diets, diet periods, I would enter into like a weight loss endeavor and think to myself, kind of fool myself into thinking, this is it. I'm changing, kind of make that resolve. But then I didn't know how to handle it when I Mm -hmm. inevitably something would happen, life would happen, or I would have a thought or whatever. And so I would make a mistake. and, And that turned into a spiral, right? Mm -hmm. So that was kind of my before. It's not that I couldn't lose weight. It's that I didn't know how to make it who I was. Mm -hmm. And now I feel very confident. And I feel like this is a question you have later, but I kind of feel like mistakes are the key. The mistakes are how I learn. Mm -hmm. And so they don't scare me anymore. And I also went from feeling shame. I didn't know I was feeling a lot of shame because, you know, we're not supposed to feel shame. So you kind of hide it. Like you don't, you're not like going around saying, I'm so ashamed of myself. Like no one does that. But I had shame about how I ate and how I looked and I, and it was all kind of hidden. And now I'm a lot more honest with myself about my emotions and just compassionate towards myself. And Mm. I don't 
feel ashamed anymore. So that's my, those are my big ones. Oh, that is so, so awesome. That is such a good point too, because I think a lot of people are like, yeah, raw, raw, I'm going to do this forever. But it's impossible if you don't have the yeah. skill of knowing how to get back up. It's so right. good. Yeah, that's so helpful. I felt like my weight was the one area in my life that was out of control and not good. I felt happy with everything else in my life, but my weight was just awful. And here you're walking around in this body all day, every day, all night, and feeling unhappy about that and uncomfortable. I did have a lot of inflammation. Like my ankles seriously looked like I had two sprained ankles. <laughs> they were so swollen. And normally I have skinny ankles. That was sort of one of my better features, you know, and I had these big ankles and they were so awful. And I didn't realize how this inflammation I had it throughout my whole body. I, and so I was, I was feeling a lot of health effects from that and it was really bothering me. And I, had sleep issues and I really had a lot of pain. And by evening I'd be sitting around and I'd get up and you know to go upstairs and I just felt like I oh, you know if I can even walk up the stairs it was terrible. Um I don't I just my ankles are skinny now. I've I've well I've lost 30 pounds. That's my start Amazing. since the, I just had done the experience and so I'm down 30 pounds and you know I really have been feeling so good and Laura was the one that said you know you can go farther and I Felt like, oh, I don't need to. I feel so good, but I decided I am going to want to lose more weight. But I've just been maintaining and it's been, I've been feeling just great. So I've also been shopping in my own closet, which has been great. So the now is great. And I feel proud of myself and I feel like I'm in control. Whereas before I was not in control, I just ate whatever I wanted. And yeah, I went to some charity fundraiser this past weekend and decided to get out my black cocktail dress that was in the back of my closet that I hadn't worn in years. And I wore it and I felt so wonderful. I felt really good. And I was so excited. So life is good and I feel great, but I'm not really where I maybe my dream, most dream weight is, but I just finished the first six months. So I'm planning on losing more with your I really encouragement. I like that though. Like I think that that is appropriate sometimes to like, you know, take a pause and maintain it, enjoy it. And then when you're ready, go for the next chunk if you want to, right? It's like, I, I think you, you all know as listeners that the whole entire Yummy Mommy experience or what I preach is all about choice. Like first and foremost is like, I never pressure you to... I, Melissa wasn't saying that either. I might encourage you very gently. <laughs> you were great. No, it was great. But, right, the whole thing is like choice. Like you get to choose what your natural weight is. You get to choose what your dream come true weight. And I love what you're talking about, Melissa. It's like your body and the way that you feel in your body is now matching the rest of your life. And it's like, I think Kristen C was almost like alluding to this earlier. It's like, God, I'm like so successful in so many other areas of my life. I'm so happy in other areas of my life. It's like, this is the one thing, like the one thing. And I don't know, my coach at one point way back in the day wrote this book called like, if I'm so smart, why can't I lose weight? <laughs> and it's like, just because you haven't taught, you just haven't been taught the skill. That's the only reason why, like the reason why you're such a badass in all other areas of your life and have these amazing relationships and all the other things in your life is because you actually are very smart and you, it's just, you learn the skill of how to bake. Like I know Melissa is a baker or how to be like a boss babe or how to be a mom. Like you learned those skills over time. Same with weight loss. So helpful, Melissa. Do you have anything else you want to add? Just, I feel like I'm in control. And I also feel like, I, I guess I already said that, but if I make a mistake, I'm okay with it. And also when I wore that black cocktail dress, I ate the dessert and I was so excited because <laughs> I thought That's so good, mm -hmm. you know, because now I don't plan my yummy mummy munchie, which is what you call it. And, you know, it's sort of the weekly one little snack. I just let it happen whenever it yeah. comes, then, you know, so maybe I'll go a couple of weeks and I won't have any special treat, but then when a treat comes, 
I just allow myself to have it and it makes me really happy. I love it. It's so great. Like I just got the best visual. Like you're in your cocktail dress. This is what I'm always talking about. It's a win-win. It's an and and both. Like you get to wear the black cocktail dress and have the treat. You get to. It was great. You don't get to have 25 treats every day and romp around in your bikini, but you get to wear your, you get to wear what you want to wear and have the treat. It it just, Mm -hmm. and oh, it's just the most beautiful illustration in my mind at least. (laughs) I want a picture of you in this black cocktail dress. (laughs) Hmm, Okay. (laughs) Okay. Kristen, Kristen K. Hi. So before the yummy yummy experience, I was really good at yo-yoing. Like I would diet, my weight would go down and then all of a sudden I'd be done, would pop back up and I don't know how it happened. Yeah. Um, I don't know how the food got in my mouth. I participated in the April 2022 experience, but before that happened, my husband actually died back in December, 2021, pretty unexpectedly. And I ate everything. Um, I had so much like emotional eating to try to like numb everything and feel in control. But my life was like spiraling. I was very out of control. Um, Felt like life was happening to me. And I felt like I was in the ocean and the waves were pushing me around and I couldn't get my footing straight. But yeah, so I decided to do the April 2022 experience and through everything we had taught me, like I realized that I am in control. I'm not a victim anymore. I can handle my emotions. I can process my emotions and I'm feeling really empowered. And I think one of the best things about the experience and the best thing about me now is that I'm teaching like processing emotions and then now feeling work to my kids. Oh my God. So like sometimes we do it together and it's, it's really amazing. Like, sorry. (laughs) It's really amazing. Like my before and after picture and how I'm, my life has changed so much because of the yummy Mm -hmm. mom experience. Oh my God. Thank you so much for sharing. I'm so, so Uh, heartbroken for you and so sorry for your loss, but I'm just also like, I don't want to say I'm so proud of you because you did it, but like you should be so proud of you because it would be easy to just keep going down the path of victimhood, right? And I'm not even saying that that would be like wrong or bad. It just would be like kind of the path of like least resistance, right? And you chose the one that created strength and therefore like empowerment. And that, like that is a big deal. Like, you are such an example for so many people that you probably don't even know. It's like such a big deal. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You're my favorite, Kristen. Like, seriously, that you're amazing. Oh, my gosh. Ditto. (laughs) I agree. Good job. Amazing because it's just, it's so much easier to just wallow and to just eat food. And, like, does the food give comfort? Like, it makes sense why so many of us turn to food because it will give you comfort in the moment. It just doesn't give you what you want in the long run. So... I think some of us could like actually give ourselves a gold star for like using food and like not using heroin for when like really shitty I things think my, like My massive realization with everything is that food, it didn't have anything to do with the situation. Like it couldn't make the situation better. Like it would make mm-hmm. me feel better for a little bit and then it'd make me feel worse for a long time. Yeah. But like I still have to deal with the same situation. Yeah, it doesn't actually fix anything. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, no, it, it really doesn't. Yeah. So. And less hunger is the problem. Food's not going to solve it. A lot of the emotional deep dive stuff that we did, like the feelings party, just put so much of that in perspective. And it like it was a fun new way to look at processing emotions. And it was so helpful, made such a difference in my life. Mm. So so what is it like for you now most of the time, I'm guessing, when a big emotion arises? Well, I definitely have to remind myself that I'm in control of everything and it emotions come from my thoughts and I'm in control of my thoughts. Mm. Um, then a lot of times I will do the now feeling work that you teach, the mm-hmm. 
name it, the witness it, the where is it in your body, um, which my kids have really gotten a kick out of because you can do it anywhere. Like yeah. sometimes I'll do it in the car sometime with them. Sometimes I'll do it like at work if I'm feeling challenged or stressed or like sometimes at home in the middle of the night, I'll have to do it, but it really works. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I feel like we're getting so many good visuals or maybe my brain's just operating in pictures today. I don't know what's happening, but I loved the visual that you gave us about how you felt. And it felt like you were just kind of being whipped around by the waves. How does it feel now if you were to use like you being in the ocean as an analogy? Oh, I definitely, I actually um, write this in my daily download a lot is that my protocol feels like an anchor um, and that I just, I just need to follow my protocol and keep going through the waves. Mm. Surfing. Yeah. I'm not a good yeah. But yeah, I can definitely like surf the. <laughs> yeah. Surf yeah. You the, can ride what comes. It doesn't mean that the waves don't come, but you have the tools to to ride the wave. I love that. And you have an anchor to follow you. It kind of goes to like Leah's point of it feels grounding. It's like, oh, I just, I know what to do. I can ride whatever comes. That's so cool. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. That's so good. Okay, you guys, let's switch gears a little bit. What would you guys tell somebody who maybe feels like how you felt in your before? What advice would you give to them when they are maybe waking up not feeling energetic, maybe finding themselves at the bottom of a shame spiral, maybe like feeling like they're getting attacked by their closet every morning because nothing's fitting them. What would you give? It could even be the advice you'd give to your past self, but what advice or words of wisdom would you give to somebody who is struggling right now? Let's go Leah and then Melissa and then Kristen Kay. Okay. So this just came to me. This wasn't pre-planned, but I think one of the things that I would say is it's not your body. That's a problem. It's not you. It's the shame that you're feeling is actually perpetuating this cycle. There's mm. <laughs> that kind of a little bit yeah. deep, but it's the shame. That's like a large part of what I feel like in the yummy mummy, we dismantle. And that's, I think why people are so successful. And so I would say starting to notice all the shame and getting clear on how to not let it control you anymore and not give in to those thoughts that create shame anymore is probably like, I don't know. I kind of feel like shame is the first domino in the, the bad behavior cycle because you like, you don't want to feel ashamed anymore. So you kind of like resolve to do something and then it makes, and you like think you're going to change and it's always so temporary unless you can get rid of the shame. So, mm, or just, so good. Yeah. I don't know. Does that? <laughs> I think it makes perfect sense. I think it's like kids. It's like you can punish kids and their behavior will change temporarily. But if you punish kids by speaking to them the way that you speak to you, like think about like I think about like how I used to talk to myself and beat myself yes. up. If I spoke to my kids like that, yes. their behavior actually might change. But like the human that they're going to become later, right. <laughs> later on in life yeah might not be what i want for them actually yeah. and so it's the same when we talk to ourselves and we beat the crap out of ourselves and we are just in the shame spiral by thinking thoughts like what's wrong with me i never can get this together right that's what causes the shame like and i think right. you're right too to your point before like a lot of us don't want to admit that we are ashamed we don't go around walking to and i used to be like oh shame's like that's not an emotion i feel and like <laughs> then i then I started getting coaching and I was like, oh, shit. So sometimes <laughs> the shame can be really subtle. Sometimes yes. you, know, you may want to play like the ostrich where you put your head in the sand and like, oh, no, that's not me. My life is totally good. I'm totally fine. Like, it's totally fine. Whatever. I'm yeah. a happy, happy-go-lucky person. And I really like decided to pull my head out of the sand and be like, oh, no, I actually do experience shame. I actually am talking shit to myself. Yeah. But it was just my my shit talking was like almost subconscious. It was like so yes. subtle. It was like it's not – it wasn't loud. Right. Right. And so if you, feel, or it's like so habitual that you don't realize you're doing it. Like, yes. like picking apart your body in the mirror. Like you think you're just telling yourself the truth, but that's shame, right? There's yes. like shame driving that because well, I don't know what is picking apart your body in the mirror actually do for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Besides make you feel like crap, you know? 
So and, and exactly to your point, it perpetuates a cycle. And it's like, if you speak to your kids lovingly, like if your kids make a mistake, right, and you speak to them lovingly and help them move forward, it doesn't mean we let them off the hook. In right. fact, we're just loving them and helping them to grow. And that's what I think you're speaking to. It's like, we don't have to let ourselves off the hook and put our head in the sand. We don't have to beat the crap out of ourselves. In fact, but we, we can be like, you know what, this is the way of eating or whatever is not working for me. Right. And how can I move forward lovingly? How can I talk truth to myself and love myself? So how do we wrap this up in a pretty bow in terms of like the advice is like, it's okay to feel shame. Shame is the first domino, like, it, like, try to find be aware if you have shame. What do you think? Yeah, I would say like, kind of start to look for it. Start to look for that and notice that that's not that that's optional. Mm, yeah. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. And if you feel like if you if you're like, I don't know if that's me or not, if you feel like icky in your body, or you feel like in a big rushed, huge rush or like very graspy to lose the weight, yes. there's probably some shame underneath it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Graspy yeah. was one of my befores too. Mm. Cause I think there's, if you were eager to move along, it's because you feel shame about how you are right now. And yeah. You feel like you're not good enough. And if you could just lose the weight, then you could be good enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's shame, right? Yeah, so like being in a rush is probably masking the shame or it's a clue that it might be underneath. Kristen, Kristen C., did you have something you wanted to share about this one? Yeah, well, I guess I'm kind of jumping, but I think like choosing, getting to choose your thoughts and choosing how you feel about yourself and how you're going to feel and react to others and choosing to do something that like serves you and who you are. I think that's like mind blowing to me. It's like, wait a second. Like I get to do something. I get to choose how I'm going to react because it's going to kind of to Kristen, number one, Kristen, to her thoughts. It's like, you get to choose how you show up and how you show up for yourself. And I don't know, it seems so simple now looking back, but it's like something that you really have to learn and you still have to practice. But anyway, I don't think we're taught that like we actually do have the ability to respond in a way that serves us to what our life looks like, right? Like what, how much we weigh, what, anything, any life circumstance that you have in your life. Like, that's why I love the definition of responsibility, the ability to respond. We all do have the ability. If you're listening to this podcast, most likely you have the ability to respond to to what's happening, right? I know, like, not everybody does, but in our culture, most people do. And it's pretty, pretty awesome. But yeah, we're not taught that. Okay, that's so, so good. Thanks for sharing. Who wanted to go next? I forget. Okay, Melissa, go. And then I think maybe Kristen Kay wanted to go too. Yeah, I, I totally agree with the how I felt like I wasn't aware of the negative self-talk that I was giving to myself about my weight and how I was feeling until we started going through that and doing the now feeling work and just becoming more aware. And I stopped that, especially about my body. And then yesterday I found myself, I said, oh, you're so dumb about a mistake I made. And I thought, no, I don't say that to myself anymore about anything in any, you know, not just about my weight, but about anything. And I was so glad that I caught myself saying that and thinking right away. I'm not, I'm not saying that. And as far as answers about the weight loss or how I felt, I felt like there weren't any other more answers for me in what I should do to lose weight. I felt like I'd exhausted all the possibilities. So then when I was, or when I, you know, saw this friend of mine that had lost 50 pounds on the yummy mummy experience, I was so shocked when I saw her because I knew she'd struggled all her life with her weight and I knew her family. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. What is this? And when I saw that, I thought, okay, maybe I can do it. Maybe I can. And I decided to not be afraid to make that investment in myself because yes, it's expensive, but if you don't sacrifice for something, it's not going to be dear to you and you're not going to care about it and you're not going to do it. Cause I think I told you, Laura, I had bought this art course online that was super cheap, but I really wanted to do it. I never, ever even opened it. I don't even remember what, but I was willing to pay $37 for it. It was cheap. 
and I really would like to do it, but it meant nothing to me because I didn't make any sacrifices for it. So yes, it's expensive. And that kind of held me back thinking, I don't really want to spend that money. But at the same time, and then I kept thinking, how am I going to tell my husband? How am I going to say, what do you think about this, honey? And and he's very generous. And I started to tell him and he was like, stop, 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 do it. Just do it. And I hadn't even finished giving him all of my reasons. I had this feel and he wouldn't even listen to it. He's like, just do it. Just do it. And I thought, what? Okay. (laughs) He was so up for it, but I wanted it to be, you know, so I took the money out of my savings account and I thought, okay, this is going to mean something to me and I'm going to make it worth it. And because I made it important, because I wanted it to be important for me, then I was willing to do it and to do all the things that you said that we need to do. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, I just watched myself do the same thing. I literally, it was the same cost. I bought a $37, I don't even know what, email something for my business. I went in there one time, watched like five minutes of one video. And it's like, if you don't have skin in the game, it's a, it's, it makes it harder actually. And I always talk about like, if I won the lottery or something, I would still charge everybody. We do have a payment plan option now, but I would still charge everybody $5,000 because it, it, it's for you. Part of it is for you because it makes you, you're invested, right? The ROI is there times a bazillion, but you need to be invested, right? Because otherwise you won't show up for yourself. It's like, it's psychology, actually. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> okay, Kristen K. Sorry. So, I think the biggest thing I would tell my past self was that I don't need to do it alone. And originally, I was kind of hesitant about the group, but it, the dynamic was so much more beneficial to me than I think than I ever imagined. Because it's, I mean, it's such a supportive community, but somebody's always going through like exactly what you're going through. Like there's always a person in the group that hit a new low. There's always a person in the group who's struggling with a social situation or something like that. So you just, you never feel alone in your struggle. Um, And to me, that was huge. And also. Yeah. It's so disarming. It's like, Oh, okay, this is normal. And if it's normal, then that means that I can solve this. Exactly. Like you always say, you're not a special, I mean, you are a special unicorn, but you're really not a special unicorn. Yeah. Um, You're not broken is the point. You're not broken, right? Like you're not broken. And if you want to lose weight for the last time, you you can, it's available to you. And uh, my people will be like, no, but really like I'm, I actually am the special one. And yeah, that's what we all say. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. um, If you're learning anything new, if you're learning swimming, if you're learning skiing, if you're learning gymnastics, like you don't just go out and do it by yourself. Like you hire a coach, you hire an instructor. So to me, it was kind of like, I really, really need help with this. I need to learn a whole new set of skills and I needed to hire a coach. And it was like Melissa was saying, totally worth every penny. Yeah. That's so fun. Okay. Any last words of wisdom, pieces of advice, things that you didn't say that you wanted to say, and then we will wrap our Yum Mom podcast panel party. Okay. Leah, And then Melissa. Okay. The one thing that just, I was just thinking about was that I learned how to believe and I learned how to decide. So Mm. like you're talking about people coming in and, oh, I forgot what you said that made me think about this, but I learned how I can make a decision that I'm going to lose weight for the last time and believe that that is absolutely going to happen. And something about that, like true deep down belief, like we're talking about the anchor and the grounding, it grounds me so that my protocol truly can be a science experiment. Like you tell us, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like the the protocol is just an experiment. We're figuring out what works, Mm -hmm. but I know because I've, I've committed, I've decided, and I like have true belief now that I'm on this journey and that I'm going to arrive, but that's not even like. Arrival at this point doesn't even matter anymore because I'm so grounded and so able to give myself (laughs) the emotions I need through my thoughts. And Well, yeah, and if you're having fun to your other word that you just mentioned, if you're having fun, then it's like 
Yeah. We're not so worried about the destination. It's like if the airplane to Hawaii is like first class and they're giving you like mimosas and there's a dance party, then you're not that worried about Hawaii because the plane's <laughs> even better. Huh, totally. You know, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But the, I don't know. There's something about the belief in the decision that I, and the commitment that I learned through Yummy Mummy that is super grounding. And so decide and believe. I think what people missing are missing sometimes that makes them fall away from trying anymore to lose weight is just that they don't really know if it's possible. And so mm. kind of coming in and being like, I'm going to commit to this and we're going to, it's possible. Yeah. You know, That's so helpful because I think people think that in order to sign up for something like this or anything that's like big and awesome, some big like hairy, scary goal or whatever that you need belief. No, you're not going to believe. You're going to be in doubt. You're going to be in disbelief. You're going to be scared. You have to learn how to believe as you're doing it, Yes, which no one knows. No one really realizes that's a skill either. Like you can actually learn the skill of belief, like how to believe. And we like teach that inside the yummy mummy, which, which is so great because again, it can, it applies to any other life goal right? That you want to achieve. It's like, oh, well, then if I want to go write a book or run a marathon or move to another country or fill in the blank thing, it's like, oh, I can, I could do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I have to jump in and say, along with her point, my, like, it's funny now because I'll be talking to people. I'm like, well, because I'm getting married in the fall. And um, I'll be like, well, I'll probably be down, hopefully, 30 more pounds or whatever I, at the moment I'm talking about. And it's almost like I want to be like, but no, but really, I am like this time. I really am. I believe in my it's coming out of my word, like mark my words, like I'll be down and wait mm-hmm. versus before you can kind of it's almost like you can feel like sure you will. You know, or like, it's like wish it. It's like wishing and hoping kind of energy. Yeah. Versus Are like you going to evicted energy? Yeah, it's like, are you going to start smoking cigs again or what? Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, (laughs) no, it's totally true. Your mind shift and you're like, no, really, it's going to happen. Like, I totally believe in myself now. Before, when I'd say it, I I didn't believe in myself. So anyway, I just had to kind of tag along to that. I love that. Yeah. And I just think that like that belief gives you the feeling of like confidence and self-esteem and just like, ah. Just there's this like unequivocal like having your own back. It's just the best. It's so good. Okay, Melissa. Okay, just the last thing that you said to me, or I think the last coaching call, you said, think of this as like brushing your teeth. You're going to have to do it the rest of your life. And it's okay. But you're going to think about it every day and you're going to do it. And you're going to still have to buy toothpaste. You're going to still have to buy new toothbrushes. And it's just a practice. And I loved that. I thought, okay, this is a practice. I've learned the skills and I'm just going to do it every day and I'm going to love it. And that's all right. It's like, and I love brushing my teeth. I want them to feel clean. Just like I want to eat right. I want to manage my weight and think about it and think about what I'm eating. And and I'm okay with that. So after you said that, I thought, okay. I can do this. I'm brushing my teeth every day and I'm going to, and you also said, I will always be your coach. And I really love that because I I love that. I thought, okay, it's not like, oh, you're done. You've paid, you're done. And now I don't care about you. I felt like you did care about me. And I, and I, you know, we all cared about each other, all the people on the experience and um, it's, it's a nice feeling. So Oh, I love you guys you. so freaking much. I really genuinely do. But I think that that teeth brush, I was watching myself brush my teeth this morning and I was a little like, I was a couple of minutes behind and I was like, but I'm still brushing my teeth. There's no way I'm going to go record this podcast without brushing my teeth. I was just watching myself in the mirror and like, that's what we're aiming for as yummy mummies is that it's just so ingrained in our day to day that you would never not. And if you did forget to brush your teeth, you would just brush your teeth in 12 hours or when you remembered. You would never go on vacation and forget your toothbrush and then not go buy a toothbrush or not ask the front desk for a toothbrush. Like you just wouldn't. And does it take training? Did it take two years for me to get my daughter to brush her teeth every day without me nagging her? Yeah, it did. It's okay. It's normal. Right. But we, to your point, Melissa, we don't want cavities. We won't, don't want our teeth to fall out of our heads. Like the analogy is, is we want to weigh what we want to weigh. So we have to brush our brains. 
You guys, that is our Yum Mum podcast panel party. It was so fun. Thank you all for being here. Be sure to go apply now, lauraconley.com. Click work with me. Fill out your application. It's very easy. It's a couple questions. Once you fill it out, you will get an answer as to whether or not you are in within 24 hours. Doors close. You have to have your application in by midnight Pacific time on April 14th. And then we start on April 18th and we lose weight for the last damn time. So are you coming or are you coming? Last little thing I have to say. I got a plug. We got a plug. Leah. Leah, what's your Instagram? Oh, you're so sweet. Leah Gibson Coaching. Leah Gibson Coaching, if you want to check Leah out. And then we've got some crazy Richard peanut butter happening. <laughs> <laughs> so go buy some crazy Richards, you guys. It's Yum Mom approved. <laughs> right? <laughs> Melissa makes Melissa, what are you? Like the founder, CEO, boss babe of it? What? My husband is crazy Richard. <laughs> And my daughter is now running the company. So she's like Richard 2.0. Oh, what's her name? Kimmy. Crazy Kimmy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys, I just want to make sure that we have a little karma going on here. I don't think the Kristens have any plugs that they want me to make for them. Do they? I don't want to be rude. (laughs) Uh, I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) okay neither (laughs) well you guys got a lot of amazing things you just don't have a you know peanut butter brand or coaching business which is great you guys are both boss babes i know in your own respect okay you guys that is our call i love you guys so freaking much have the absolute best week ever and i'll see you down the yummy mummy road hey if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast i would love it love it If you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in, pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much, and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to larconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, the yummy mummy. Lose weight for the last time end body drama, and get food freedom. You can just search that on Facebook, or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys have the best day ever.